the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today, National Kazoo Day. Uh, it's not so National bad. Kazoo Day anymore. That was yesterday. Sorry. Yeah, you just, can't. Look, it's, it's one day. Give me another excuse. See, Mike, that's what happens. He gets something he, gets, he, he likes, and then it just goes on and on. You know, because it's Friday. I can play the kazoo, I guess. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if you can. <laughs> I just did. Isn't there, some kind of, isn't there some kind of approval process you have to go through? No, before? So. That's well, management happen. banishes me from the kazoo. That yeah, right? could happen. <laughs> or your co-host. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a little snow in the forecast, eh? I'm uh, excited. Are you? Well, really. I mean, I would like it to start after I get home from church on Sunday. That's I what I would like. To. Yeah. Okay, great. I mean, not a whole lot of snow, one to three inches. Or so. I thought, I thought it was, like... I thought they started with three to six and yeah. now they've revised it. Right. Everything's now it's going to be like 0. 0.5 to 1.25. Right. And you're going to be like, uh, why are we even talking about this? We're standing there with my shovel in hand, ready to go. Let's go. Bring it on. Well, anyway, happy Friday to you. Uh, what time is it here? Uh, I believe it's time for me to tell you both. Tell us. Your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous. It's five minutes past the four o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Truly, at least in this spare room, all is right and well. I'm saying that. That's good stuff. Kathy, as we always do, we get underway at the uh, top of the show uh, with the news stories. Please give us the top four at four. Righty. For all of you, Friday, January 29th, my cousin Rich's birthday. Hey, happy birthday, birthday, Rich. Number one. China's Communist Party, John, amping up efforts to control its image around the world by jailing Chinese citizens, many of them ordinary people with little influence. But you know what they have in common? Mm. They use foreign social media to criticize Chinese leader Xi Jinping and his government. Mm -hmm. The Wall Street Journal reports that Chinese authorities have sentenced more than 50 people to prison in the last three years for using Twitter and other foreign platforms, which are all blocked in China, allegedly to disrupt public order and attack party rule. Court records cited offending speech ranging from criticism of state leaders in the Communist Party to discussions of Hong Kong and democratically ruled island of Taiwan, which Beijing claims, of course, as its territory. God bless America. Aren't you glad you live here? Yes. Yes. Pray for those people. Yes. Number two. Local parents and community members expressed frustration, and that's probably the nicest word we can come up with, toward the Pittsburgh Public Schools Administration and Board of Education after in-person instruction was postponed till spring. April, right? For all students in the district, April 6th. According to today's PG, the school board approved a measure this week that extended remote learning until that day, meaning that the vast majority of district students will go more than a calendar year without seeing the inside of a classroom. Wow. 
I mean, can you, students were supposed to return February 8th. Mm-hmm. Board members who voted to continue with remote instruction uh, cited a number of factors for their decision, John, including lack of clarity about preparedness to return. I'm not sure what that means. Transportation woes. And a strong pushback from the teachers union that led to fears of staff shortages. But you know what the parents said at the meeting? They said, listen, you should have been better prepared. You should have anticipated these problems because most of them have existed since the beginning of the school year. And it's January. Number three, uh, the Penn's organization and the Pittsburgh sports community in general still reeling from the abrupt resignation of GM Jim Rutherford. And perhaps that had something to do with the bad, bad hockey that happened last night in Boston. Limited to 17 shots, the Pens were not really ever in that game as the Bruins defeated them 4-1. Listen to this. It was the Pens' 10th consecutive loss in Boston. That's a streak that goes back to 2015. And number four. And the latest in the Subway Tuna Isn't Tuna story from yesterday. Now, if you're not keeping up with the tuna salad headlines nationwide, let me take a moment to fill you in. A recent lawsuit filed in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California alleged the tuna sandwich at Subway is, quote, made from anything but tuna. Based on independent lab tests of multiple samples taken from Subway locations in California, they say the non-tuna is a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna, yet have been blended together by defendants to imitate the appearance. Well, today, Subway, John, fighting back. According to USA Today, Subway spokesperson Maggie Truo says the food chain uses wild-caught tuna. Quote, there is simply no truth to the allegation in the complaint that was filed in California. Subway delivers 100% cooked tuna to its restaurants. It's mixed with mayo, used in freshly made sandwiches, wraps, and salads, and it's enjoyed by our guests. Subway went on to say that the accusations are baseless and threaten to damage their franchises, small business owners, all who work tirelessly to uphold the high standard subway sets for all of its products, including tuna. And that's your top four. Yeah, I think you could find out pretty quickly if it's tuna or not, don't you think? I mean, people, I, I felt like I had to include it in today's top four because yeah. I've, you know, I, I, I let the, uh, I let the lawsuit have it say yesterday. I felt like today I had to let Subway yeah, have it say. You need the rebuttal there from Subway, uh, hoping that their tuna is good. All this talk about tuna. Now, when you make your tuna, mm-hmm. your tuna salad, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, mayonnaise and anything extra you're putting in there? I don't make tuna salad, John. You don't make it? Nope. I make it. I bet you I make it uh, several times a month. Really? You know why you don't... I don't make it? Oh, you buy it. Oh, you because buy it at Shopping Dave. I am consistently motivated oh, to try right. every single deli's tuna salad. See, I, I told you, we've had this conversation before. Yeah, that, we have. That's a recipe for disaster. I, I don't know other people with their mayonnaise. You nope. Know, nope. It's good. It's all good. And uh, leading the pack right now, as huh. I've said, is Shopping Safe. Really? Delicious tuna salad. My wife made tuna salad the other day. You know what she put in it? She put green peppers in it. Pickle juice. Oh, yeah. That's classic. Oh, that's a classic. That was fabulous. Oh yeah, it's so you. good. That's the best tuna I've that's, ever had. That's what gives you the like the tangy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very very nice. See if you yeah. sampled more tuna salad, so you'd get to know like how different people do it. But since you're so like hoity toity about it, no, I'm not hoity toity. I just trust my wife over anybody else. Well, that's fine. I trust your wife too. She's a wonderful woman and an excellent yeah. cook. However, I'm just saying that I'm committed to like getting the panoply. Of tuna salad. Right. Okay. Speaking of the panoply, Mike, you want to chime in there on the uh, tuna salad? Tuna salad. I love me a tuna salad. But you know what, John? Yeah. If thanks to you, I'm eating 
tuna salad every week, at least every <gasps> week. Before I had this job, I never ate tuna salad. Ever. What? Hardly ever. Hardly ever. Why? I mm, just, that's a life change. I didn't like the taste. I don't – but yeah. Now it's quick. apparently I've, I've, uh, I've acquired a taste to it now, and I love it. Isn't yeah. it delicious? Now, wait. Are you making your own – are you eating like the seasoned stuff out of the packet? Uh, yes, I am. I'm getting. I'm. I use the uh, the regular, lemon pepper. Uh, the lemon. Oh, the lemon pepper is good. But my mm. favorite is the ranch. The ranch style oh, okay. tuna is. Whew, you put that on a salad. Let me tell you, friends. That's mm. very nice. Wow. Scrum deliumptious. Isn't it a good day to tune into the ride home? It truly is. You got uh, <laughs> National Kazoo Day Part Two. It's not tuna salad. It is yeah. communist China and all that and more. <laughs> I mean, it's just a mix. There are a few shows that can cover this broad so. cross-section. And just a short po- amount of time as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, when we come back, because we're going to leave here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, if you would like to watch the show, we're back up and running. So oh, find us on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, or 101.5 Word FM, CR3 Mugs. John. And if you're right. disappointed, look, I can't tell, help you. It's just this is all we got. Yeah, I mean, John looks great. very nice today. Kathy, you look great too. But John, Thank man. You. He's Thank rocking you. that nice Thanks. shirt today. Thank yeah, you. Uh-huh. he's looking usually very Friday. Slavic. Usually Friday's dress down day, but we like kicked it up all of us. I don't know why. I got to be honest. This white shirt was hanging on a hook over there for about oh, two gosh. weeks. Look good. <laughs> well, I actually tried. So very nice. No, I. You know, it's fine. You just put a shirt on. You feel better. <laughs> anyway, that, John Hall right. fashion rules. Very nice. Okay, let's take a break. Andy Masick is with us in a few minutes. He is the CEO, the president of the Senator John Hines History Center. They are open for business. This is a very special anniversary this week. We'll talk about the mystery in the Mon. Straight ahead, the ride home here on Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, Word FM. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. What is the chemistry of the cross? He takes situations and problems and mixes these together in the crucible of his love and the crucible of his wisdom, and the result is medicine for our souls, something good and something wonderful. Hear Adrian Rogers' series, Back to the Basics, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 800- 555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. 
Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Word FM and Trinity Jewelers celebrate wedding stories now through February 12th. We want to hear yours. Click the Wedding Stories banner at wordfm.com to share a funny, moving, or inspirational story of your own for a chance at great prizes. You could win dinner on us or one of our grand prizes, including a diamond necklace valued over $1,000, a $350 overnight stay at Buell Mansion, or a $250 photo storage media conversion package. Sponsored in part by Joe Ford, your financial advisor with Edward Jones, and by Salem Media Group. Enter at wordfm.com. Here's the question of the day. What do showgirls, aliens, a B-25 bomber, and the Monongahela River have in common? Andy Masick is with us here to answer that question, Mm -hmm. deep and wide as it is. Andy Masick is the president, the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center. The History Center is open once again. That is very good news. Terrific news. Andy, welcome back to the show. How are you today? It's good to be back with you. And and all those things, John, uh, have to do with mystery. Mystery Mm -hmm. and the ghost bomber in the Monongahela. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so Andy, we've talked about this before, and it's still a fascinating story every single time I hear about it. And you're saying that this week or this month is the anniversary? Yeah, it's the 65th anniversary on Sunday of the the famous uh, B-25 Mitchell bomber, uh, a World War II-era bomber that uh, ran out of gas uh, on its way to... Harrisburg uh, did a a UE at uh, Johnstown, came back toward Pittsburgh looking for a place to land and ended up in the Monongahela River. And uh, the big mystery is what happened to it? You know, how do you lose a 15 foot tall plane in a 20 foot deep river in the middle of a a populated area? More than 500,000 people lived there uh, at that time. And we're talking January 1956. Right. Okay. So the plane went down somewhere near the Homestead High Level Bridge, which is today the Homestead Grays Bridge. So here it is, late January, uh, around four, a little after four o'clock, which is where we are now. Plenty of light in the sky. The plane goes down and the crew gets out, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, they did get out. And Uh, Just to back up a bit, uh, Major William Dotson was the pilot of the plane, and there were five additional crew members or passengers on board. And they uh, thought they could make Allegheny County Airport. Uh, That wasn't their destination, Mm. of course, but they kept looking for landing places. They were in touch with the control tower. But by the time they cruised silently over the Homestead high-level bridge because they're their engines had cut out, uh, their wheels were up, uh, and uh, Dotson uh, effected a perfect wheels-up landing in the Monongahela River, just kind of skimmed along the top, 
The river was about mm-hmm. 34 degrees that day, and uh, and that plane uh, uh, slowly came to a stop and then drifted. Uh, Dotson and the crew got out on the wings of the plane. They were shouting to people on the shore. There were people wow. uh, going about their business at a wrecking yard nearby, and um, others uh, along the shore stopped their cars. They could shout to the men. Uh, but they couldn't get to them. There, there weren't any small boats around that could just zoom out and pick up those guys. They floated okay, so for about so- 11 minutes, and then the plane dipped into the gray water and disappeared forever. Okay, but wh- the, the Mon, how, how, how deep can it be there? Well, it can be about 20 feet deep that time of uh, year. But here's the deal. You know, uh, people have speculated uh, uh, that uh, two of those crewmen died. They they drowned. Their bodies were found weeks later at Beck's Run and down by uh, the Jones and Laughlin uh, steel mm. mill. Um, okay. Four of uh, the men were saved. Uh, they uh, jumped off as the plane uh, dipped under the waters and uh, two of them grabbed onto a floating log, and um, uh, others uh, got to a boat, uh, a rowboat that was just shoved out uh, uh, to them. And uh, the the mystery is um, the plane seems to disappear, but a, a Coast Guard cutter, uh, the Forsythia, uh, who, that came out to rescue the men too late, uh, uh, dragged its anchor line and snagged the plane, actually got a piece of the wingtip up out of the water. People saw it. And then the anchor line separated, and they lost their anchor, and the plane slid back under the surface. So they they marked the place with a buoy, and they figured, oh, we'll come out tomorrow, sure. and, and we'll get it then. Well, they came out tomorrow. They lost two more anchors uh, dragging that part of the river, uh, don't know what they snagged on, but they you know, broke uh, an inch and a, a half uh, a manila line, and then a steel cable snapped. So you know, where is this thing? They looked for two weeks, couldn't find it. They looked down at Emsworth Dam. They figured maybe the thing floated all the way down to the, the, the next lock and dam on the river. Nothing. And so uh, rumors started to circulate uh, that uh, there were only six men on the plane, but there were 12 people taken to local hospitals. Well, uh, who else was on that plane? Was it Las Vegas showgirls? Because they had come from uh, Las Vegas or uh, Nellis Air Force Base, which is near Area 51, Mm -hmm. the famous... mm, So maybe there were aliens on board that were being taken to Washington for dissection or something. And nobody wanted to admit uh, that there was this kind of cargo aboard. Wait, we're doing it's during the Cold War. You know, we're we've got this nuclear threat from uh, the Russians. Maybe there were Russian defectors on board or, or worse, maybe there were atomic weapons on board and the government didn't want anyone to know about it. So in the middle of the night, Navy frogmen jumped into the Monongahela River, found the plane, and they spirited it away in the middle of the night. So 
there are lots of stories about what might have happened to that 15-foot-tall plane in a 20-foot-deep river. Andy Masick is with us. Andy is the president, the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center, which is open once again. It's a wonderful place to go and spend the day with you and your family. Highly recommended. Andy, the mystery is, I mean, look, they found the Titanic. Right, exactly. I mean, people can go <laughs> dig deep into the ocean with, you know, submarines and whatnot. The Mon is not that deep. You'd think that they'd be able to find this thing if indeed it was there. You know, not only uh, does that make sense, what you just uh, said, but uh, the government finally gave up trying to find it, and they uh, gave the salvage rights to individuals. Uh, You can do that. You can pay for salvage rights, and then you get to claim whatever cargo there is. Well, salvers have been looking for this thing for years. And about 20 years ago, uh, a group of volunteers called the B-25 Recovery Group uh, started using uh, high-tech equipment to try to locate the plane. They use side-scan sonar. You know, they okay. drag uh, sonar underwater, and it kind of makes a picture of the bottom of the river. Well, we yeah. know where every sunken barge and uh, and a giant eagle buggy uh, in the river is, <laughs> uh, but there's no B-25. But what they did find between the Homestead High Level Bridge and uh, the uh, Glenwood Bridge at Hayes uh, is an old icebreaker. Do you know that term? Have you heard of icebreakers? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. In, in the old days, before the Corps of Engineers did such a good job uh, with channelization and locks and dams, uh, they would uh, uh, drive piles like telephone poles in a in a circle, making like a stockade, uh, and that might be 30 feet in diameter. And then they would use a drag line and scoop out the river gravel from the bottom of the river, and they'd dump it inside this stockade that was all bound together with steel bands. And in the wintertime, when ice sheets would come down the river, they'd break up on these icebreakers so the ice wouldn't scour the shore and uh, you know, carry away docks and boats and other things. Well, uh, they built this thing in the 1940s, uh, but by uh, the time the plane went down, uh, that icebreaker was obsolete, so it was dynamited, and they just blew it up. And so down underneath the surface is this tangle of telephone poles and steel bands, and there's a 40-foot-deep um, uh, pit where the gravel had been scooped out. And some of us are speculating that when the forsythia snagged the wing of the plane with its anchor line, and then it uh, it broke and slid down, it may have gone into that trough, into that hole. And imagine what it must be like down there. And we have pictures of this this sort of um, blasted forest of, of telephone poles and other debris that snagged on it. And it's possible that the plane is mixed in with that. And scientists believe that the highly polluted Monongahela River during the heyday of Pittsburgh steel industry, well, it was so acidic that maybe the aluminum skin of the plane just corroded away leaving oh. only the steel parts like the engine blocks and the, yeah. the landing gear. 
And so wow. maybe that's all that's left. I don't know, Andy. Look, we've, we've seen video inside the Marianas Trench. I mean, look how deep that is in the Pacific Ocean. I, I mean, mean, there's I a lot of conspiracy theories here, Andy. I and, think, and it's, a, I think uh, it's the Cold War thing. That's what I think, John. I'm what rooting for the aliens and the showgirls, okay. personally. The, the aliens and the showgirls well, together? Yeah. yeah. Well, think about this. Yeah, aliens and showgirls, I mean, what's not to love? But I, I think that when... When that plane uh, went down, they really did look for it, and there's no evidence that it ever came out of the water. Okay. Um, I mean, people were watching, uh, and there were lights sure. set up uh, down there. Um, so uh, what really could have happened uh, to it? Well, there are eyewitnesses today who say, hey, I saw them take it out. But when you start to talk to those eyewitnesses, they, you ask them, well, how old were you at that time? Oh, well, I was uh, 10 years old. Uh, and, and what year do you think that? Uh, well, when were you born? And we do the numbers. And it turns out that they saw it in 1955, a year before. Well, there was a DC-10 that crashed into the Monongahela River in 1955, and uh, they did get it out. They had a big barge out there with a crane on it, and they lifted it out of the river. Uh, in fact, uh, it was, uh, uh, the wings were taken off. It was trucked out of town. Lots of people saw it, and they even got it flying again. Uh, this DC-3, uh, it was a DC-3, a Douglas uh, C-47, they call it as well. So some people, I think, are conflating the, uh, the crash right. of, of a year before yeah. with the B-25. And so when you hear these conflicting reports, oh, I saw it taken out of the river. Well, it might have been a, a different uh, plane. Yeah, Andy. Plus, those are all the same people that say they saw the Immaculate Reception live. <laughs> Come on. Which, which was made by an alien uh, right. with right. Uh, showgirl cheerleaders. Sure, I'm and sure. And Bill Lazaroski and Franco Harris. Exactly. I mean, that's I mean get out of here. That's right. <laughs> it really is. Hey, Andy, it's a great what? story. It's a wonderful mystery for here, the, the city of Pittsburgh. But listen, uh, you know, we're excited because the History Center is reopened. Uh, you've got to be thrilled. People are, are welcome back once again, are they not? We are, and people are coming. Family groups are coming. Uh, we've got 370,000 square feet of museum on seven floors. There's plenty of room for social distancing. If you want to make uh, get advanced tickets to be assured of a, of a certain time, uh, you can do that uh, online. Uh, but there's also uh, tickets at the door. Uh, and there's a lot of museum to explore from Mr. Rogers' uh, neighborhood to the French and Indian War to the Heinz exhibit. You can get your picture taken with a 12-foot tall ketchup bottle. It's very uh, cool. And slavery, and slavery to freedom, uh, the African-American experience. And we're coming up on Black History Month uh, in February. So this might be a good time to, to get the family out of their cocoon. Plus the best Pittsburgh-themed gift shop in the city. <laughs> That's right. If you need some ketchup-flavored uh, chapstick or a pierogi pillow. Uh, I mean, who doesn't need those Rogers, things? Yeah, I mean, these are... Uh, essentials that you've always got to have on hand, but they make great gifts too. Very nice. Andy, always a great pleasure. Andy, Wonderful we can't wait to see you in person someday. I hope it's soon. You guys hang in there. 
Yeah, Thanks, you too. Thanks, so, you as well. Andy Masick, President and CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center. Listen, if you are so tired of being COVID-bound, it's a great place to go with the family. Lots of space to roam around and to be free and see the history and the wonderful, unique perspective here in the city of Pittsburgh. I do think it's the Cold War thing. You do? They no. sneaked in in the middle of the night I do not and they took that. that aircraft out of there. How many people were working in the mills during the, you know, the fifties that would have seen that thing happen? There's just no way. No. My guess is what Andy said. It went into a hole or the whole thing disintegrated. I mean, the Mon, okay, but how toxic at, is it? Okay. But we, we talk about how much pollution there is in the ocean. We can go down and see the Titanic. Yeah, the ocean's different than the Mon. You got no doubt about that. Uh, it's probably a good point. Okay. Take a break uh, for our Friday feature coming up next. This or that. Kath and I delve into the mysteries back and forth of 10 different things. Doesn't really, you know, develop psychologically, but it's interesting peek into our psyche. This or that okay. next year <laughs> on the ride home. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Use the promo code SALEM for 20% off. SalemNow.com. Promo code SALEM. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call one 800 391 You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at one 800 391 promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Looking for an easier way to find your next call center or accounting job? It's time to get to know Express Employment Professionals. Visit ExpressPros.com to find one of more than 830 locations to support any job search. 
and there's never a fee. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, we'll see a few clouds. It'll be very cold. Tonight's low, 16. Times of clouds and sun tomorrow, not as cold. Tomorrow's high, 31. Snow arriving towards daybreak Sunday and continuing off and on into Monday. That'll accumulate 3 to 6 inches. Some sleet and freezing rain can mix in as well, especially from the city on south. Travel will be treacherous at times. The high Sunday, 32. Monday's high, 33. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly delve into the ridiculous. We have ten categories. Just choose one or the other. Kath, uh, you want to go first or should I go first? This I week? think you're going first today, John. Okay. Fireplace. Swimming pool. Oh, fireplace. Mm-hmm. On your car. Change your oil. Change a flat tire. Um, um, what would I prefer to do? This uh, ch- I could change. Uh, I could change a flat tire easier mm-hmm. than I could change the oil. Sneeze. <laughs> fart. I enjoy sneezing. All right. I find sneezing to be cleansing. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the sneeze. Okay. All right. Read a good book for an hour. Watch a good show for an hour. Well, right now, I'm really disappointed that I'm going to pick watch a show for an hour. But I, I'm in this, like, COVID malaise, and so that's what I'm choosing. Seasonal allergies. Seasonal mood disorder. I'll take the allergies, I think. Have your pizza delivered. Pick up your pizza. Pick up your pizza, people. Flossing your teeth. Plucking your eyebrows. Um, I try not to pluck my eyebrows, so I will I will say uh, uh, flossing my teeth. All right. Having Mad Mex fish tacos. Having Tesaro's blue cheeseburger. Uh, Tesaro's blue cheeseburger. Thank you. Wearing plastic shoes. Wearing leather shoes. Oh, well, of course you'd pick leather shoes. You were wearing plastic shoes the other I day. I wear plastic shoes off that place. Pretzels, potato chips. Pretzels. John Candy, <laughs> Eugene Levy. <laughs> how do I pick from the? How do I pick a schmangy? They should. Uh, I, I have to. I have to go with. Uh, uh, oh, I have to go with Eugene Levy. All right, very nice. That's uh, my. Uh, January 29th edition. That was a hard one with the schmangies at the end. Thanks. All right. What I have for you today, though, John, Mm -hmm. is the uh, I watched too much television in 1975 edition of this or that. Oh. oh, oh, All right. Number one, match game or the gong show? Oh, match game. Number two, Nipsey Russell or Rich Little? Cool. Russell and that rhyming thing he did was always yeah. entertaining. You know, Rich Little, you know, he was doing Dick Nixon, the president. I'm going with uh, Rich Little. Number three, Quincy or Beretta? Oh, Beretta. Yeah, but he went to prison. Doesn't matter. He was cool in his day. 
Love Boat or Fantasy Island? Oh, I like the Love Boat. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. We all Fantasy did. Island, I mean, that's super cheesy. That was weird. I mean, the Love Boat was, you know, high tech. And... <laughs> yeah, it's not like it was deep, like realistic drama. No, exactly. Uh, number uh, six, uh, or number five, Bob Newhart, John, oh. or Carol Burnett? Ooh, that is mm-hmm. so rough. So mm-hmm. rough. I know. I'm leaning towards Bob Newhart, though. Are you? Yeah, I love Bob Newhart. Okay. Number six, All in the Family or the Jeffersons? Oh, man. Oh, that's a tough one, too. Uh, I'm not making it easy for you, John. No, you're not. Jeez. Uh, uh, we're moving on up. I got to go. I got to go uh, Archie Bunker. Do you? I do. Okay. It's the wrong choice, but okay. Right. Number seven, the Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? Oh, they're both so schmaltzy. Uh, I'm doing uh, the Brady Bunch. Oh. Number eight, Joe Williams or Al Jarreau? Oh, uh, I'm going uh, Mike Douglas show with Joe Williams. Uh-huh, because yeah. he was the he man, was the wasn't man. he? He was the man. Number nine, Circle Gets the Square or Behind Door Number Three? Oh, oh, uh, boy, jeez. I love them both. Um... But I'm saying, you know, the Monty Hall, uh, I'm doing Let's Make a Deal. Number 10, The Streets of San Francisco or oh. Mannix? Oh, man. Carl Malden and Mannix. I mean, Joe Mannix was super cool. Wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, I'm going uh, Streets of San Francisco. Are you? Yeah, Michael Carl Douglas. Michael Douglas. I mean, yeah. that was a really great duo. Mm-hmm. Carl Malden. Yeah. And a bonus, uh, number 11, All I right. give you, John. Uh, Jack Hanna from the San Diego Zoo on Johnny Carson oh. or... Rip Taylor at a celebrity roast. <laughs> Both really ridiculous. Uh, I'm doing Rip Taylor. Okay. Who doesn't like a bag full of confetti? And if you weren't alive in 1975, you can feel good about yourself for being so young. I had many happy hours doing exactly what we just did there, watching some ridiculous TV shows. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, we're going to talk about being a monk in this COVID world. That's next. Right home with John and Kathy, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. We are worried about that. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. Another in the fire. New music from Hillsong United. There is another in the fire. Devil is a Liar by Colton Dixon. Yeah, the devil is a liar. And Child of Love from We the Kingdom. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be 
delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. I consider not only my team members, but my patients, my family, and I miss them for quite a few months. Stock Family Dentistry would like to say... Welcome back. One of the biggest blessings I have received is to be able to use my talents and my passion to serve my community through our dental office. And I'm proud to say that we're doing it in a very safe way. We're finally back up to full speed. It's nice to be back with family. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Welcoming Lisa Deem to the program, author of the forthcoming book, 3,000 Miles to Jesus, Pilgrimage as a Way of Life for Spiritual Seekers. Lisa, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, it's our pleasure, Lisa. Lisa, um, you say that uh, you've been uh, wrestling with this new normal. Of course, we all have. And so you've been delving into uh, a subject that I love, which is the, the Christian mystics. And of course, Many of the Christian mystics uh, just were unable to travel like we do. Uh, they were, you know, enclosed in their communities. They were, you know, just stepped away from, you know, society as a whole. But that did not prevent them from traveling in their own minds nonetheless. Yeah? That's right. That's right. They undertook voluntary restrictions. I know many of us feel like we're hemmed in and we don't want to be. But many mystics, uh, monks and nuns, undertook a voluntary restrictions and a, and a life of stability, but they realized that there are many ways to travel and many ways to be a pilgrim, and that they could do that in their spiritual life as well as mm. their physical life. Interesting. So talk to us a little further about uh, someone that you write about, uh, Walter Hilton and his scale of perfection. Yes, Walter Hilton was oh, such an interesting mystic. He was an Augustinian canon, and that's a little bit like a priest um, who takes vows, but not um, as restrictive a vow as a monk would. And he wrote a contemplative treatise that, like you say, is called The Scale of Perfection. And in one section of this treatise, he counsels his readers to take an interior pilgrimage. And by that, we mean a pilgrimage in your heart or in your life of faith. Hmm. And he asks readers to imagine that in their life of faith, they're taking a pilgrimage all the way to Jerusalem. 
Okay. Now wait. So, um, obviously we're all stuck inside in COVID. Many of us are working from home. Um, many of us have kids at home. So there's a lot of togetherness. Um, and you're saying that, and one of the things John and I have talked about so often is how much we miss traveling. Um, and uh, so now that we're inside, we're not traveling. You're saying that the pilgrimage can happen still, but it, but it's not like the virtual kind. It's not like we're going to do it on Zoom. Right. It's not. But you could say that the Middle Ages, which is the period I study and that Walter Hilton comes from, have their own forms of virtual pilgrimage in a way. Okay. So people like Walter Hilton and others wrote these devotional manuals that encouraged their readers to take almost like a virtual pilgrimage. But they would have to imagine it in their mind and live it in their heart, not see it on a screen, obviously, that it was a form of virtual travel. Interesting. So, Lise, go back a little bit because, you know, I, I kind of skipped over uh, what a mystic is. So people mm-hmm. listening, you know, someone, you know, uh, casually tuning into this program, here's mystic. And they might think it's, you know, something of a, a new age thread or something mm-hmm. like that. What exactly would, how would you define a mystic? Well, a mystic, quite simply, is just someone who wants to know and experience the presence of God more deeply in everyday life. And so there's such a thing as an everyday mystic. So not someone who is a monk or a nun Mm -hmm. or a priest, but just who is awakened to the presence of God. And that's really all that a mystic is. There's nothing terribly mysterious about it. And in a sense, all of us can be mystics if we want to experience yes. God's presence more more deeply every day. Okay, so then as a medieval, a middle age application, these mystics somehow had access to written material, perhaps, that allowed them to enter into a deeper journey with God uh, along that way. Yes, they might use um, Lectio Divina, which is a form of prayerfully meditating on the Bible. They might use contemplative prayer, which is a prayer of mostly sitting in silence with God and just letting yourself soak in the divine presence. And then they might use what I write about in my book, which is a, a form of virtual pilgrimage almost, of imagining their faith both their whole life and maybe each day as steps on a journey to Jerusalem. We're speaking with Lisa Deem, and she just mentioned her brand new work, 3,000 Miles to Jesus, Pilgrimage as a Way of Life for Spiritual Seekers. So then define that, Lisa. I mean, obviously, you've written about this enough to make a book. You've taken these internal mystical journeys. Yes, actually, I think that all of us who follow God are called to take these internal mystical journeys. And the reason I say this is if you think about Scripture, and especially Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, talks about the great cloud of witnesses that we should follow in our faith, people like Abraham and Sarah and Noah. And one part of Hebrews talks about how all these people who lived in faith considered themselves to be merely passing through this world. They were on their way to a better country, and they were travelers and pilgrims. And some translations use foreigners and strangers, which are other words for pilgrims. And we are to follow in their footsteps, and that means that we too are pilgrims to a better country, 
And so I, I'm always looking for ways to think about how I can imagine um, prayerfully what a life of pilgrimage would be like. All right, with just a minute left, um, talk to us about maybe, you know, a first step. If people think, okay, well, so I used to think mystics were, you know, people who would go off and, you know, flay themselves in the wilderness. So if I don't have to do that, <laughs> what would the first step towards being, you know, at least introducing a little bit of mysticism in my faith journey look like? Well, I would say a first step might be that even though we all are feeling stalled or stuck right now with the pandemic, maybe we can't even always go to church, we can't go to the retreat or the conference we wanted to, to remember that you are moving forward, even though you might feel stuck physically, that we're always on our way to the heavenly Jerusalem. And so you can think every morning when you get up, I may not be able to go many places, but I'm on my way to Jerusalem today. And so I want to live like a pilgrim does with that focus in mind. I know where I'm going through faith. I like that. That's a really good first step. Lisa, this is very interesting. Uh, Come back and join us at a further date, and uh, let's continue on this road. I'd love to. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Lisa Deem, her forthcoming book, which uh, releases next month, 3,000 Miles to Jesus, Pilgrimage as a Way of Life for Spiritual Seekers. Take a break. Come back. Hey, our wedding stories contest is up and running. We've got two great stories for you and prize winners next. If you were lied to and buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, We will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Our world needs hope like never before, but lives change for the better when hope breaks through. We always like to begin with the Word of God because it is the power unto salvation. Help Cornerstone Television Network light up our city with the truth and hope of the gospel alongside special guests Krista Smith, Coy Barker, The Binions, Mike Smalley, and Jay Gilbert. Save the date for our Bridge of Hope broadcast, January 25th through the 29th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network. If you are a caregiver for a family member or loved one, this is an important message. Help at Home, formerly Excel Home Care, will pay you to take care of your family member or loved one. Yes, you heard that right. You can actually get paid to provide care to those you love. To learn more, contact Help at Home today and get started right now. 
care and quality when you need it. Call Help at Home, 412-212-8950, 412-212-8950. Word FM and Trinity Jewelers celebrate wedding stories now through February 12th. We want to hear yours. Click the Wedding Stories banner at wordfm.com to share a funny, moving, or inspirational story of your own for a chance at great prizes. You could win dinner on us or one of our grand prizes, including a diamond necklace valued over $1,000, a $350 overnight stay at Buell Mansion, or a $250 photo storage and media conversion package. Sponsored in part by Joe Ford, your financial advisor with Edward Jones, and by Salem Media Group. Enter at wordfm.com slash contest. Because right now, we're premiering our wedding stories. Yesterday was the beginning of this. Today, we've got two wedding stories for you. Listen, uh, Trinity Jewelers, many thanks. Joe Ford, Shelly Murray, Photo Rescue and Organization, and of course, Salem Media. Two really cool stories. Kath, um, mm. the first story is from, from Faith. Houston. And uh, nothing like a little medical emergency in the middle of your wedding, yeah? No, I mean, the story is that, you know, Faith was walking down the aisle, and as, as the uh, wedding planner decided, I'm not sure there was a wedding planner, but somebody decided that um, there would be a beautiful violin solo played once she reached the front of the aisle and met her soon-to-be husband, right. especially because the person playing was a member of the Pittsburgh Symphony. So this was going to be a great musical moment. And so set the stage. There's the groomsmen in their black suits with their matching yellow vests. Because it it's Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh written all mm-hmm. over it, right? Sure. So they're walking down the aisle, and mm-hmm. then halfway down, mm-hmm. the uh, groom's husband collapses. No, not the groom's brother, not the groom's oh, husband. Groom's, no. <laughs> right. Hey, hold that'd on be, now. That'd be a, some Wait. kind of wedding story. Wait a second here. <laughs> Johnny, you're stepping ahead of yourself here. Don't be muddy in the facts up I'm in the woods. Just, just here to help. <laughs> anyway. The groom's brother collapses for crying out loud. Now listen to this. I love this. Fortunately, their yeah. pastor was an EMT, the husband to be a respiratory therapist, and the bride mm. a registered nurse. Oh, so, so don't uh, you worry. They took care of him. Yeah, the pastor says, "Oh, it's just heat stroke." So they cooled the <laughs> the groomsmen off, and uh, he got up and running again. All is well, right? That's faith they didn't and get dance to hear the story. Violin solo, but uh, they lived happily ever ever after. And uh, married Faith and Dan Dunmire, married for eight years. Congratulations to them. You are our winner today of the $50 gift certificate to Roland Seafood Restaurant in the Strip. Now, we've got a poem for our second winner today. You know, I I love a poem. Yes. Can I? uh, Well, it's it's a poem, but then then it's not. Okay, here we go. It all began in Walmart where I met my bride-to-be. We had our first conversation in aisle two or three. Then we had lunch together, followed by a dinner date. It was God who introduced us, and not a matter of fate. Signs were clearly given. Jim and Teresa were in love. This was a match made in heaven by an amazing God above. Having both lost our mates, God wonderfully brought us together, and we were married September 4th, 2019. Jim and uh, Teresa Elva Evilsizer. Hmm? Very nice. And uh, you, you also... You also win. Yeah, enter in, please, because uh, the conversation and the contest continues to go on. Wedding stories. We want to hear yours. We are. Yeah, we do. And uh, wordfm.com is the place to go. So our, our two uh, people today that we told their wedding stories kind of you know, had a little trouble there for a second. But uh, they both won those $50 gift certificates to Roland's and entered in to win the grand prize, which is fabulous. Uh, $1,200 uh, 
necklace from Trinity Jewelers and uh, Shelly Murray Photo Rescue and Organization Package as well. Uh, just a lot of great stuff. So go there, wordfm.com for the wedding stories. Wouldn't you love someone to rescue and organize your photos, John? Uh, I got a lot of photos. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think they need yeah. rescue. Well, it'd be very nice to take a break. Come back uh, for the five o'clock hour. Paul McNulty from Grove City College, the Washington Insider, gives us a big scoop. That's next. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app by heart, tune in, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. France says it's closing its borders to people arriving from outside the European Union starting Sunday to try to stop the growing spread of the new variants of the virus and avoid a third lockdown. Johnson & Johnson says its vaccine appears to protect against COVID-19 with just one shot. It's not as strong as some two-shot rivals, but still potentially helpful. The government's top infectious disease expert says the U.S. hopes to be able to start vaccinating children in the next few months. It's a needed step to securing widespread immunity to the coronavirus. Dr. Anthony Fauci said at today's White House coronavirus briefing that hopefully that will start to happen by late spring or summer. On Wall Street today, stocks sharply lower. The Dow plummeted 620 points. The Nasdaq was off 266 and the S&P 500 fell 73. This is SRN News. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. That's SalemNow.com. Use promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code Pittsburgh. If you owe $27 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Well, you need to make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $27 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are lower or later when rates are much higher? Now, whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. That's why Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group has a free guide called You and Your Taxes to help you determine what's best for you. To get your copy of You and Your Taxes, call or text TAX to 412-515-3555. That's TAX to 412-515-3555. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Get this free guide from Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group now. Call or text TAX to 412 515 3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Our firm may not give tax advice. 
Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Tonight we'll see a few clouds. It'll be very cold. Tonight's low 16. Times of clouds and sun tomorrow. Not as cold. Tomorrow's high 31. Snow arriving towards daybreak Sunday and continuing off and on into Monday. That'll accumulate 3 to 6 inches. Some sleet and freezing rain can mix in as well, especially from the city on south. Travel will be treacherous at times. The high Sunday 32. Monday's high 33. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along. A beautiful Friday afternoon here sure in is. Pittsburgh. Sun is shining out there. It looks uh, out my uh, spare room window. It's kind of a golden timber on the uh, trees that are bare, but really mm. very nice. Uh, it's a cold one, though, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. It's super cold outside. I am I am incredibly grateful for my new windows that are in this yeah, room that I'm very in. Nice. Very nice indeed. Yep. Okay, well, yeah. let me tell you this, John. Tell me what. So, two pirates have left in the last. Listen, don't even just give me a just give me a hot minute to just say what I want to say before you have some kind of emotional breakdown or anger outburst, whatever you choose. Oh, uh, so, Joe Musgrove left. Uh, maybe two weeks ago, traded to Yankees. San Diego. I don't even care. I think it's San Diego. I don't remember though. Anyway, as he left, he uh, wrote a letter to the city of Pittsburgh. Now, here's what's so great about it: he hand wrote it and took a picture of it. Okay, he he hand wrote this letter. I love this so much. I'm just going to read a little bit of this letter. Okay, this is from Joe Musgrove. He says this. Um, A certain level of grittiness and toughness are needed if you're going to play in Pittsburgh. If you want someone to hold your hand and tell you everything's going to be okay, this isn't the city for you. But that's what I love about Pittsburgh. You get out of it what you put into it, and I put in all I had. I'm sorry we weren't able to win more when I was there, but this city and my teammates over the past three seasons have provided me with so much knowledge and growth that I will carry with me for the rest of my career. I want to thank the organization for giving me the opportunity to continue to do what I love and for providing me with everything necessary to do it well. And I want to thank my teammates for holding me accountable every day. You guys will always have my love and respect. And he said, if that's the last time I put on a pirate uniform, I hope this letter can help express just how grateful I am for this opportunity. 
That's from Joe Musgrove. Now, let me also okay. tell you that Jameson Tyone was traded to the uh, Yankees, and he penned his own letter to the city of Pittsburgh. It's much longer. It was not handwritten like Joe Musgrove's was, but I have to read just this little bit to you from Jameson Tyone's letter. He said um, he talks about being diagnosed with cancer what that was like for him, how the city rallied around him, how the organization and his, his uh, teammates rallied around him. And he says this, the night I came back and pitched against the, Ro- against the Rockies, I could just feel the support. I remember running from the bullpen to the left field line and back, reading the signs in the stands at PNC Park. You all, all of you fans went through a lot with me. I felt your excitement after every win and your backing through every bit of adversity. I truly cannot imagine going through what I went through anywhere else or with any other fan base behind me. Now, unfortunately, that wasn't the first or last time I needed that support. It's not fun to go through Tommy John rehab process once, much less twice, and not fun to always be the hurt guy. But I learned the value of patience and firsthand over the years that my teammates, the city of Pittsburgh, and the pirate organization will have your back. So after all that, after everything I went through and everything you went through with me, winning here would have been one of the sweetest things in the world. I really wanted to bring winning baseball back to the city to experience what I saw in 2013, watching the National League wildcard game on TV from Pirate City. But from being on the inside, hearing the conversations they're having, seeing the hires they're making and witnessing the work being done, I believe the pirates are in good hands going forward. So the letter goes on. It's really just terrific. Mm-hmm. I love both yep. of these guys, especially James and Tyone. Um, let me read one last, uh, one last bit here. He talks about Steve Blass in a really beautiful way. And he closes with this. Even though my journey wasn't always what I expected it to be, I hope over the years I've still provided value to the pirate organization and Pittsburgh on and off the field. My connection to this team and this city will forever be about more than just baseball. Thank you, Pittsburgh. Very nice. I mean, that's beautiful. And, you know, wonderful. You got to love both guys. I'm holding in my, my left hand right now a baseball that yeah. uh, I, I got down at PNC Park. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a regular attender of games. Yes. Uh, here's the deal before the Steelers, mm-hmm. before the Penguins, mm-hmm. before any organized professional major sports, Pittsburgh at its core is a deep, and really hardcore baseball town. We are a baseball town. However, the Nutting family and their abysmal ownership, the worst ownership in professional sports, disallows any passion. It squashes passion. And over the years, the trading away of stars like Andrew McCutcheon, Starling Marte, Charlie Morton, Garrett Cole, Francisco Cervelli, Mark Melanson, Josh Bell, and it goes on and on and on and on. For what? Russell Martin. For the sake of someone lining their pockets. AJ Burnett. And not doing their best for the city of Pittsburgh and all those great baseball fans who want nothing more to go down to PNC Park, this beautiful stadium, and enjoy a good game and have a chance of winning. Neil Walker. It's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. You know, so uh, they've just crushed me. They really have. I mean, they've done the unimaginable in my life. Uh, you know, here I am in my 60s, and they've just stolen the joy of baseball from me. So as much as those beautiful letters are, I just, it, it just crushes me. I just, I'm, uh, I'm in despair over the state of baseball in this uh, 
Gosh. Right so That's you it. don't want me to frame those goodbye letters and you can hang them in your room? No, no. no? I would like Bob Nutting to sell the team and go away and get somebody in here who would like to see this team win. Mm-hmm. And I really am convinced, despite what the people say, oh, he does want to win. Well, then prove it. Let's go. Let's get a team on that field that's uh, worthy of this great city of ours, which at its core is a great baseball town. Well, here, here. It's definitely not too early for me to tell you, John, and Mike, and everyone listening, your weekend, friends, has begun. It's 11 minutes past the 5 o'clock hour on a beautiful but chilly Friday afternoon. The expectation of snow is in the air. Truly, in this corner, all is right and well, and I love it so much. So thanks for being with us. I'm sorry. I you know, get a little passionate there about my Boy, baseball. I'll tell you. I don't mean to be cranky, but, uh, you know, I just, you just like, love the game. isn't he cranky? First it was he was mad he couldn't play his kazoo today, and now it's the whole, like, oh, no. pirate rant. I, I took it as passion. Mm-hmm. He's just very Did passionate. Did you? Did you? Listen, Mike, don't take his side. Oh, put that forsaken thing away. There you go. National Kazoo Day. <laughs> I love it. All right, with all the stuff that's gone on in Washington, and I mean all the stuff Mm. in the last six weeks or so, it'd be good to talk to a Washington insider. Paul McNulty coming up next. He spent 30 years working inside the Beltway. We'll get his take on what's happened next in the ride home. All right, well, uh, happy anniversary to the Spring House. Marsha's here with us. Marsha, this is a, a, a big anniversary. Is this number 42 for the Spring House? 45, John. 45, Marsha. Yeah, it's a really big one. 45. Congratulations to you and your mom and dad and all the family that worked so hard to make something really special. It's not just a place to go and get a good meal. It goes well beyond it at the Spring House. Thanks, guys. We're very blessed. We really are. We have great customers and great people to work with and great friends like you guys to talk about it once in a while. That's just awesome. All right. So if people are going to be showing up this weekend, Marsha, for the big anniversary celebration, what can they expect? Yeah, sure. So um, we had a really fun day today and we're going to have two more really fun days. So tomorrow we're going to have a big, um, extraordinary, huge breakfast, including um, homemade pancakes with raspberries or blueberries or chocolate chips, however you want them. And the breakfast is nine ninety five, includes a drink and homemade sticky buns and everything you can think of. And then we'll be doing all day long free soup with every meal that um, everybody eats at the spring house or takes home. And then we'll have 45 cent loaves of bread and 45 cent ice cream cones and um, all kinds of samples throughout the store. And then on Sunday, we'll be having our all you can eat um, ham and turkey dinner to celebrate our anniversary. It'll be our hickory smoked ham and roast turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and all kinds of veggie casseroles. And it'll be including drinks and dessert and everything. And it's just 1245. So it's a really great deal. And um, we just are very thankful for all the support that we've had for 45 years and just very thankful to be here. Outstanding. Well, listen, well, Marcia, Marcia, we love you guys. Lots of places to go to eat, but there's no place like the Spring House. So keep up the good work. You really make something special, and it feels like family when you go visit. Really just a wonderful job. Thank you, guys. Love you. Springhousemarket.com. W-O-R-D. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music from Crowder. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. Less Like Me by Zach Williams. A little more like Jesus. Oh, a little less like me. 
Kenny Gokey with New Day. This is a new day. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. By now, you've heard me talk about MyPillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call 1-800-391-0954. You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. I'm Pastor Tom Hall of First Church Pittsburgh. Like you, I can't wait for this crazy time to be over. But in spite of how things seem, God isn't done with us. Join us at FPCP.org Sundays at 1045. Stream us on Facebook. Let's discover together how this story ends. Hint, Jesus wins. (laughs) A daughter's squeal of delight can't be made in a factory or bottled in a jar or imported. It's a byproduct of the most important business in the world, raising children. Daddy, look at that picture I drew at school. (laughs) Kids need fatherly love and input. They need a manly ear to hear about their accomplishments They need Dad to make them obey. Hey, Dad, what do you think about my new hairstyle? When men make family life a top priority, studies show their children are better adjusted socially, healthier, and perform better at school. Dad, I met the man I want to marry. He's just like you, Daddy. No business success provides the satisfaction that a healthy, happy, loving family brings. Dad, your children need you. Be there for them. Now and for the years to come, a friendly reminder for your family from Focus on the Family. Well, these are unusual times. I think we can all nod our head in agreement to that. It's good to have someone on the air who has been there, done that, inside the Beltway. Paul McNulty is back with us. Paul is the ninth president at Grove City College. Prior to returning to his alma mater at Grove City, Paul McNulty spent more than 30 years in Washington, D.C. as an attorney in public service and private practice. In 2005, the United States Senate unanimously confirmed Paul McNulty to the position of Deputy Attorney General, the second in command at the United States Department of Justice and the Chief Operating Officer of the department's 100,000 employees. Paul, welcome back to the show. Thanks, John. Happy New Year to you. It's good to be back. Yeah, always good to have you, Paul. Hi, Kathy. And um, yeah, and and your experience in Washington, Paul. I mean, in all your years there, I mean, do you look at the last six weeks and think it's unrecognizable? Yeah, Kathy. Every time I think things have gotten about as bad as they could get, they get a little bit worse. And uh, um, you know, the difference between what things were like back in the early 80s when I first started working on Capitol Hill and where we are now is just, uh, you know, very, 
very remarkable and uh, in many ways very sad. And um, and we're all trying to figure out how we're going to be able to move forward uh, as a country in the midst of all of this divisiveness and, and uh, real difficulty. Right. So, Paul, talk to us about the events of January 6th. Uh, you were where and tuned into the television, I'm sure, surprised by all of it, by, by everybody, right? Yeah, in fact, I was in Washington area. Uh, I was in Alexandria, Virginia, so oh, I wasn't really? okay. too far away from Capitol Hill. In fact, um, my wife, Brenda, and I were about to go out for dinner and uh, that evening, and uh, Alexandria was on a curfew as a result of what was going on not, you know, not too far away. So, you know, the, the places on Capitol Hill we saw and all those images, I worked in the Capitol building itself for a number of years, uh, worked for the majority leader of the House, and, um, you know, it's just spent so many days and nights mm-hmm. in those different quarters. And, in fact, um, my one office was just right next door to the entranceway where the inauguration occurs, and uh, that's where one of the um, charges wow of the rioters took place. So it was all, you know, emotional, difficult, um, uh, very distressful to, to see that unfold. Right. Yeah. All right, Paul. So what, um, I mean, at the time, nobody can draw any conclusions. I mean, and we're only, you know, a couple, you know, three or so weeks out. So it's not like we have great insight at this point, but a little more hindsight than we had. Um, what, what's your read? Um, what, what do you take away from seeing those events unfold? Well, certainly there was something that was building that in many ways, I think um, folks who were supporting the president uh, didn't uh, see or appreciate the danger um, that um, could occur. Uh, And so it was building and building. The president has a very, I think, significant responsibility for a lot of that that's being sorted out now and and, um, is rarely apparent. And so, you know, we look at it at Grove City as to how do we how do we respond to that with regard to our students? And, you know, a few things come to mind quickly. First, I think that there needs to be a kind of intellectual humility and integrity, meaning that when we think about things, information, facts, issues, we have to really be committed to the truth. We have to do the hard work of thinking clearly. And one of the things we do on campus is to instill essentially a intellectual humility to say, you're young, you're learning, uh, don't come with so many, so much you know, in, in the way of answers, but come asking the right questions and be open to learning what is true. Mm-hmm. And then there's the fruit of the spirit that we have to be looking at. You know, are we promoting peace and love and gentleness and self-control? We didn't see that on display by any means. And so we have to re, uh, reaffirm that that is our calling. And, and thirdly, the citizenship. Um, we're, we're trying to instill in our students this basic sense of what it means to leave and go out and be a great citizen. And, you know, that doesn't mean you, you go along yeah. with things that unfold. You just have to understand what those responsibilities look like in order to support the well-being of the country as, as a whole. Yes, the yeah. well-being of the country. We're speaking with Paul McNulty, the president of Grove City College. He spent more than 30 years in Washington, D.C. So, Paul, uh, these unusual times, of course, now with a, a new administration that Joe Biden is now the president of the United States, but still, you know, um, looking back and, and holding back in some ways, as uh, in early February, I believe February 9th, 
the second impeachment of former President Trump is uh, will take place. I mean, that's yeah. a watershed moment for history. And, you know, even in education to speak about truth and fairness, it is difficult waters for you to navigate as well as anyone who's trying to teach and think about this. Yeah, in fact, I'm, I taught a course on the Constitution last year, second semester. Yeah, I'm doing it again. That. I had my first class last. I had my first class oh, last yeah? night. So I told Terrific. the students we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna talk about the impeachment. We're also gonna talk about like the twelfth and the twenty fifth amendment and how presidents get elected and you know how the electoral college operates and so forth. The students' eyes were wide open because they thought these are the things that are really interesting these days. But you know, on the, on the impeachment, I was very involved in the Clinton uh, impeachment, and we've had three presidential impeachments now. Andrew Johnson, Bill Clinton, and Donald Trump. And two of the three did not involve criminal charges specifically. Uh, Andrew Johnson was impeached for a whole bunch of different behavior, but it wasn't um, you know, indictable crime. With Bill Clinton, we had two offenses that were actually um, federal offenses if they had been, you know, if they would have been prosecuted that way, uh, lying under oath and obstruction of justice. And then with Donald Trump, we have the you know, abuse of power essentially was his last um, impeachment. So one of the big issues is, can you even um, impeach a president for conduct that is not criminal? And the mm-hmm. precedents would say, well, two out of three times that's occurred, even though the language of the Constitution suggests that it's for criminal conduct. And then the second big question is, can you impeach a president who's out of office? And um, there, you know, the language of the Constitution would suggest not, but there is a little precedent that impeachment has been used at least on one or two occasions for someone who was actually out of office at that point. So those are two huge issues that will hang over these proceedings. Right. In that instance, yes. it wasn't a president. Right. Not right a president. No, it was, it, was a, it was a secretary of war back in 1865 or six. So yeah, it was not a president. And uh, certainly the, the three presidential impeachment precedents are all uh, related to um, someone in office. Nixon left office. The, the impeachment proceedings ended uh, immediately. So um, I think that's a big uh, question. And based upon the vote we saw occurred just recently in the Senate, it's very likely that, that uh, far from two thirds of the senators thinking that um, impeachment will be the right way to go. But that is going to continue to divide people um, and uh, make uh, Washington even more contentious than it already is. Right. And so the, here we are, of course, always along party lines, Paul. And um, I mean, we see it here clearly. This is not going to uh, grow any roots that are deep because of there's just not enough votes for this to happen. But, you know, in, in your 30 years in Washington, D.C., and I, I think we've touched on this when you've joined us in the past, of course, Washington has always been partisan. But, um, I mean, your time in those 30 years, and especially in, you know, your time with the uh, more uh, recent administrations to where we are now, this is a watershed moment that it's so deeply a partisan that, I mean, people are not even speaking to each other across the aisles, let alone looking at each other's bills or legislation. Oh, yeah. And, you know, John, um, when the three of us were sort of getting familiar with government and seated in action and so forth, essentially it was a 55-45 divide one way or the other. And that was seen as, you know, kind of close. But now it's 50-50. You know, it's 41-49, at at most. And you look at the House, a five-vote swing um, either way right now to win win something on the floor, the Senate 50-50. So 
um, we can't say enough about just how divided things are. And the problem I see right now, number one problem perhaps, is that the dysfunctionality of the legislative branch has meant that the executive branch has become more activist, sure. more lawmaking. And you see that in Joe Biden with all of his executive orders. And Donald Trump had a lot of them, too. But Obama reached a point where he said, it's going to be my pen, it's going to be my phone, and I'm going to act without Congress. And since that time, we've just had much more of a uh, of a, this kind of activism out of the executive branch, which is really uh, difficult because it's not the same kind of accountability. And when we think about the future of higher ed, especially private and Christian higher ed, um, we have real reason for concern about the activism that will come out of the Department of Education sure. and uh, White House and so forth. Right. Sure. And, and Paul, the, you know, the, the thing that we're seeing that you described so well, the inaction of Congress, the inability to work together, is also making every, every uh, selection for the Supreme Court seem like, you know, it, life and death. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, I just really appreciate what Senator Ben Sass said at the time of, of uh, Justice Kavanaugh's confirmation. In fact, I, he, he, he wrote, uh, published an article in the Wall Street Journal, and I make the students in my Constitution class read it. And his basic point was that the protests ought not to be in front of the Supreme Court. They ought to be in front of Congress. But because mm-hmm. Congress can't do its job, we have pushed to the courts these great, deep questions of our time. And yes. that's not how the founders um, envisioned it working. And so um, somehow, some way, we've got to get to a point where the legislative branch can take on the issues and there's a deference to that process um, rather than um, a kind of acceptance of that dysfunctionality and therefore these kind of rewiring of the diagram that creates um, just a lot of public dissatisfaction and um, and undermines the confidence the way the government operates. Right. And you you com- you combine the 24-hour cable news cycle that's available now um and you mix social media into that. I mean, and that you you can sit there and look at every, you know, congressperson's Twitter feed and you end up disliking 90% of them after the first 3 hours. I mean, it's just it's it seems to cable news and social media seem to make everybody in elected office worse. Toxic too, yeah. Right. It, it, that goes back to what I was saying about how do we help our students yeah, understand right. yeah. what, what, how to live, how to think. And, and, and one of the yes. points there, Kathy, you're pointing to is the intentionality of our language. And if there's anything that comes out of Scripture, it is that the, the tongue is a danger. And now I guess you'd yeah. say the thumbs uh, in the way in which we communicate. And that uh, there's got to be um, a, a wisdom to the way in which we're expressing ourselves. And and that's what we're not seeing in all of this sort of uh, knee-jerk utterance. And uh, it's got people with, with lots of information, but little knowledge and really little wisdom. And, oh, um, and it's only making mm-hmm. the divisions more difficult because they're not really talking constructively. They're just sort of, um, you, you know, kind of grandstanding in front of various constituencies that are following them, and this is what they perceive to be their, you know, their political power and base, uh, and um, um, really problematic in trying to actually um, create consensus. 
Right. Lots of information. Of course, you know, it does go back to hashtag uh, fake news because you're always kind of wondering where that information come from, comes from and what the intent is. And, and Paul, I mean, here you are. I mean, 30 years in Washington, D.C., now at Grove City College. And you see the country where we are right now. I mean, our conversation here on the air, oftentimes, I mean, people can't come together over the wearing of masks. People are really suspect about vaccines. Our country is so deeply divided. There is such rancor and acrimony. And so, you know, there you yeah. sit at, at Grove City College. We have high regard for you. And, and because you also are our brother in Christ, mm-hmm. when you look at the lens of this world we are living right now, especially from a gospel center perspective, how do you make sense of it all? And of course, there is hope for this, right? We are, we are hopeful people because yeah. we know our home will be in heaven. But still, while we're yeah. here... This is an absolute mess. Yeah. Now, I would say this, and I perhaps um, have a weakness towards optimism. <laughs> I'll concede. But I do think that the, the notion that God is enthroned and sovereign overall does give us, in a sense, a kind of fundamental optimism. By, mm. by that, I mean that history is not just careening down a course with no reason or purpose, but actually things are coming to pass according to a holy plan, a plan so holy that we can't even conceive of it. So in one sense, we can have this kind of um, God-based optimism that doesn't come off or shouldn't come off as naivete, but rather just an understanding that history is moving in a direction. And we, we, we have the basis for a hopefulness in the midst of the circumstances that might come to pass in, on any given day. And that at the core, is ought to, ought to be at the core of the way we think of things so that we're, we're agents of hope in the way in which we engage with each other or the tr- we're trying to find redemptive moments and, and uh, charitable interpretations and so forth in order to um, show the kind of, of, love of Christ that is the only one true hope in this world. And if we stick to that in our language, in our, our demeanor and so forth, we become, you know, a continuous testimony to the one thing that mm-hmm. actually is the anecdote for, for the suffering that we're seeing. Amen and amen. That's Paul McNulty, um, former Deputy Attorney General of the United States and Ninth President of Grove City College. Paul, always a pleasure to talk to you. Really appreciate you joining us on the program today. Thanks very much, Kathy. Thank you, John. It's good talking to you. You as well. Information about Paul McNulty and Grove City College online, gcc.edu. A vehicle is stolen once every 40 seconds in the United States. The cost adds up to over $6 billion a year. But there are steps you can take to help put the brakes on vehicle theft. Roll up the windows completely. Don't leave valuables in the car. Take the keys or the fob with you. Lock the doors. If you have information on vehicle theft, contact the NICB. Reach us at 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. 
Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call Protect My Car for details. These days, you've got to do whatever you can to save money. One of our biggest expenses can be our cars, especially when unexpected repair bills hit. Not anymore. If you own a car, truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, you could stop paying for car repairs. That's right. You might not have to pay a penny to have it repaired. Just dial star star 414 on your mobile phone now to see if you qualify. You must have an automobile made from $19.99 or higher, and all repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Dial star star 414 for on your mobile phone today and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. That's right, total protection for your car and no more repair bills. Plus, dial star star 414 on your mobile phone right now and get free roadside assistance, free towing, free car rental, and free oil changes. Just dial star star 414 on your mobile phone now to see if your car qualifies. That's star star 414. Never pay for car repairs again. Just dial star star 414 on your mobile phone now. Dial star star 414. We are, of course, living through times of deep division and turmoil, which makes you think about your college student or soon-to-be college student. What do they anticipate walking into on campus? At Grove City College, the historical tradition is forming young minds as agents of peace in a Christ-like tradition. It's central to the core of who Grove City is as they take your sons and daughters and mold them into young, believing Christians. What does that look like? How does that work in a young person's life? Look, it's not an easy task. Uh, Look at all the pressures that there are in the culture around us. Look at the difficulties we have in our own lives and all the distractions of technology and concern for the future. And so when you think about people who are at the formative age, you know, between 18 and 22, making decisions, not just about what to study and to pursue career-wise, but who they are, you want to look for a place that's going to form character, that's going to not just be concerned about the ABCs, though those are very important, um, but how it is that a person grows and develops and matures as an individual that's able to take on and live through an era like this of both division and disease. To take a deep dive in what it is to be a citizen of Christ in these difficult times, look online at Grove City College. That's gcc.edu, Grove City College. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Tonight we'll see a few clouds. It'll be very cold. Tonight's low 16. Times of clouds and sun tomorrow. Not as cold. Tomorrow's high 31. Snow arriving towards daybreak Sunday and continuing off and on into Monday. That'll accumulate 3 to 6 inches. Some sleet and freezing rain can mix in as well, especially from the city on south. Travel will be treacherous at times. The high Sunday 32. Monday's high 33. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon. of two greats from the Mm -hmm. acting world, Uh, really just amazing people. Cloris Leachman uh, died this past week at the age of 96, I'm sorry, 94. Uh, She left uh, the cornfields of Iowa and found her way to Northwestern University, where she was the um, uh, runner-up to Miss America. And uh, she parlayed that runner-up status into Hollywood. From there, she would go on to Broadway where she appeared uh, in Shakespeare and uh, with a um, uh, long day's journey into night, uh, in a Eugene O'Neill play. Um, she won an Oscar in 1971 for the last picture show. Of course, really well known from the Mary Tyler Moore show mm-hmm. from 1974. 
and then on and on and on with one movie and one television guest appearance. Uh, just an amazing person. I mean, I, I loved her. I think, you know, when you look at Cloris Leachman, uh, the first thing I thought of, and of course, um, we talked about this at the studio, of uh, uh, Franz Bluchner from the Young Frankenstein films, the Mel Brooks movies, where she appeared fearlessly. I mean, she was she was a beautiful woman and was not afraid to look ridiculous and downright hideous. I mean, just an amazing personality. Uh, she said, um, oh, she also was on Dancing with the Stars at 82. The oldest contestant on Dancing with the Stars. So she spent, I mean, she started as a kid in radio and then went all the way through all the different mediums as well. Uh, she appeared regularly on a, a YouTube show. So she was an equal opportunity uh, person who really just looked at all the different venues of entertainment. She said that this courage is something not generally associated with acting. For me, it's a crucial element. And I mm. think, you know, if you're appearing on radio and you're appearing on Broadway and you're appearing in television and movies, dancing with the stars, reality TV show, she certainly had a lot of courage in her career. Also, too, we want to mention the passing of Cicely Tyson. She herself, uh, another major stalwart. Oh, uh, loved she, her. Lo- long on Broadway, uh, major motion pictures as well. I think Cicely Tyson, most famously known as starring in the Alex Haley miniseries, yep. which took her roots to mainstream America. Yep. And then from that, she continued to act in television as well. But uh, she was married to Miles Davis from 1981 to 1988. And um, she won just about every honor that there was as well. So those yeah, she two. wanted, she wanted Tony, uh, John. I didn't realize that until I read her um, obituary today. She was uh, nominated for uh, an Oscar for best supporting role. Um, she won two Emmys for the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman, which I remember. Great. Yeah. Which I remember seeing uh, when I was a kid, little bits of it. Yeah. Um, she was just outrageously talented and she just had such beauty and strength mm-hmm. about her i mean i just i really really loved her i was surprised that she was in her 90s i think she was 92 when she i was away. surprised also yeah because she looked yeah. fabulous did she not yeah she i mean sure uh, did. her manager of 40 years said there was no one like her that she was just one of a kind a creative force so sorry to see the passing i mean this is really for a younger generation, you miss something really special for Cicely Tyson and Cloris Leachman. There's no doubt about that. But listen, you want to laugh? Go check out Young Frankenstein because the Mel Brooks comedy, it holds up today. It is absolutely ridiculous movie. It really is. Take a break. Come back. The Week in Review. Every Friday, we take a look back and uh, what we liked, what we didn't like, what we ate, what we watched, what made us happy, what hacked us off. That's straight ahead. WORD. Hi, I'm Kevin McCullough. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, a new administration, a new approach to abortion. That's the plan with this proposed Medicare for all. How could it be that we have come to this? It's hard to think in numbers of this scale. 62 million missing Americans. Be sure to join us. Visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. The Christian Outlook, Sunday night at 10 on 101.5 WORD. And now you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for as low as prices ever. 
you can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98. Originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings. And kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code word. Or you can call 1-800-391-0954. You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com. But by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. Finding the right type of care for your loved one can be a highly emotional decision. Moving your loved one to a nursing home, rehab center, or independent care may not be necessary. Help at Home, formerly XL Home Care, can provide a warm, family-like environment with a Help at Home caregiver, or you may even qualify to get paid to take care of the ones you love. To learn more, call Help at Home, 412-212-8950, 412-212-8950. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, from my perspective, I would say everyone was talking about GameStop. Oh, okay. Market volatility Mm -hmm. and sticking it to the man. I mean, it's been a week for a lot of people. People have made a lot of money sitting at home on their couch, but it's a really weird, dangerous story. What about you, Kath? I would say everybody's talking about the availability of the vaccine. Oh, or lack thereof. Exactly. Yeah, that's rough, isn't it? Boy, people are really hot about that. I don't know. Hopefully we'll get it sooner rather than later, right? If you want to get it. Right? What was a conversation that made you think? On the Wednesday show, uh, 510, we talked to Dr. Kurt Thompson. And uh, he talked, uh, Kurt Thompson is a psychiatrist who's in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia, but he talks a lot about how our brains work and uh, the neurobiology that we can't see um, and how it relates to trauma in particular. It was such a good segment. Mm. It was really good. I mean, he had a lot of, of practical ways to explain what actually physiologically happens in our brain when we undergo a trauma and the different ways that we can help people through it. Um, just the, his whole urging to, in these pandemic times, to reach out to people uh, via phone or Zoom or text or whatever you can do um, and how that promotes physio- neurobiological health in other people. It, I was just, I loved it. Very nice. Dr. Kurt Thompson. Uh, I was uh, hearkening back to our Tuesday show. We had uh, Tish Harrison Warren with us. 
her new work is uh, called Prayer in the Night. So good. And, and I'm reading this book, and she says this, you cannot trust God to keep bad things from happening to you. God does, of course, keep many bad things from happening to us. God does not keep all bad things from happening to us. He cannot be trusted to do that because God never made that promise. And doing so is apparently not his job. Our creator lets us be painfully and tragically vulnerable. Hmm. What did you eat? Well, I eat a lot of salad. And I like to kind of mix it up and, you know, put different stuff in there. And I just have to give some serious props to this one. It's a little bag that you can buy at Trader Joe's. But I'm telling you, they're honey roasted pecans. Kick up your salad in a way. I just now I've made my own honey roasted pecans for a long time. And I don't mine just aren't as good. I just I wish I could say that they were, but they're not. And I just I love love them at trader joe's really i never made it you make your own honey roast that's that's ambitious it's like little house on the prairie well i mean don't get too impressed it's I not mean, like it's you know advanced science all right um you know you, you make this dish uh, you know in the winter time you don't make it when it's june or july but i look forward to it my wife you know went back to americana and she made a roast oh and boy. you know mm. potatoes and carrots and a nice big hunk of a roast in a a broiler. I mean, it's fabulous. I'm still eating it and I love it so much. So that was really good this week. What did you watch? Mm. Listen, I am over the moon for this new documentary called The Story of Europe. It's uh, put on by a historian, Dr. Christopher Clark, who works at Cambridge. And it's, I think it's only six um, episodes. Each one is about a little less than an hour. It is so I can't tell you how well done it is. What a terrific job he does. Just putting um, all of the, the machinations of government and societal change and the importance of faith in the, uh, in the evolution of Europe and what became the United States and Australia. And he's, of course, you know, speaking as someone who's in the UK. But boy, if you're, if you're a geek like me, and you really like to look back at history and see how things unfold. I am over the top impressed by this guy, Christopher, really? Dr. Christopher Clark, man. It's called The Story of Europe. It's on uh, streaming on Amazon. Okay, very nice. I'll check that out for sure. Uh, I watched a great movie this week called The White Tiger. Mm. It's on Netflix. And it tells the story of the perpetual servanthood and poverty uh, in India providing this really darkly humorous perspective to India's class struggle, the Hindi religion, the caste system, loyalty, corruption, poverty. I mean, it's a really wild movie and it's got great music as well. It's not for the faint of heart. Uh, It's really interesting. The white tiger streaming on Netflix. What hacked you off? This vaccine rollout. Let me just say this. If Donald Trump was still president, everybody would be up in arms saying that he's the worst thing ever. And how could he possibly do this? But now that we have President Biden, all of a sudden it's magically, you know, we're just going to work it out. I mean, this is completely bungled. I'm not sure if it's bungled on the federal level. I'm not sure if it's just bungled right here in Pennsylvania. I doubt it because of all the news stories I'm seeing. But for crying out loud, let's figure out a way to get the COVID-19 vaccine to the people who want it. I'm into that. Well, I expressed my outrage a little earlier in the show. The farewell letters from the pirates, 
I'm hacked off about it. I'm over it. Please. Okay. Just get done with it. You're, you're, I'm so sorry you're leaving. It breaks my heart too. You're a multimillionaire. You're writing me a letter goodbye. I've seen it before. I don't want to read anymore. What was the best news you heard this week? Oh, I'm excited because something is happening tonight. I thought I really doubted would happen. Um, my daughter's one of the captains on the uh, Grove City women's swimming team, and tonight's their first meet at Bethany. And I, you know, I, how many months did we say, is there going to be a swim season? Are we going to be able to do this? Are they going to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And um, God bless the coaches and everyone else, uh, Paul McNulty included, who, and the AD up there who worked to make this happen. And uh, so I say go GCC. Very nice. Uh, best news I heard this week, uh, Lisa Scales. She joined us on the air a couple of years ago. She's the uh, CEO and the president of the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, named as Pittsburgher of the Year. Mm, and uh, So boy, good. God bless uh, the com- uh, Community Food Bank. They do job, really, Lisa. really wonderful work for a lot of people who, without that you know, meal, would be really in trouble. So uh, congratulations to Lisa Scales. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Well, you know, and all the angst about the vaccine rollout, about all the executive orders from the new president, about the fact that we're, you know, going to be having, whoop, we're going to be having, dropping my microphone. We're going to be having an impeachment trial again. Uh, I, I came back to Psalm 37. Hmm. This is so good. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. But trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. What psalm is that? 37. Very nice. All right. Um, I also have been uh, dwelling in the land of the Psalms. I mean, I find a lot of comfort and wisdom there. Here, this is uh, Psalm 69, 1 through 4. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into the deep waters. The flood engulfs me. I am worn out calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail, looking for my God. Those who hate me without reason outnumbered the hairs of my head. Many are my enemies without cause. Those who seek to destroy me, I am forced to restore what I did not steal. Psalm 69, 1 through 4. I mean, you know, the, the Psalms of lamentation and despair, this is the age that we are living in right now. It's good to go back, at least for me, to see those, to hear those, to meditate those, meditate on those. This is not the first time mankind has been in this. We are in a perpetual cycle. It just seems so now with our exclamation point of social media and all that upon us. So we continue on to be uh, living in God's kingdom. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. We're all spending a lot more time at home these days. An adjustable bed can elevate your sleep experience and make everyday activities like reading, watching TV, and working more comfortable. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know not all adjustable beds are created equal. You need one that has the features you need, along with the power and durability to provide comfort for years to come. 
We offer high-quality adjustable bases at an affordable factory direct price. Visit an original Mattress Factory location to elevate your sleep experience today. Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. Get 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off, backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Upgrade to the wiper blades trusted by Rainer Zietlow to break world records. Michelin Endurance XT silicone wiper blades are real-world proven for extreme weather performance that lasts two times longer than any other blade. The new Michelin Endurance XT silicone wiper blades, only available at Walmart. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams. Just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS. Study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball states. Stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Has your child swallowed your medicine, your laundry detergent, your nail polish remover? Call the Poison Helpline. Have you inhaled paint thinner, glue, pesticides? Call the Poison Helpline. Have a question about a dose, a fume, something your kid just drank? Call the Poison Helpline. Poisonings can happen at the home, on the job, or in the great outdoors. Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime anywhere. 1-800-222-1222. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. A lot of people complain about traffic and long commutes, but apparently Pittsburghers might have the least to complain about because not only do Pittsburgh drivers travel relatively short distances for work, New data released this week is showing that Pittsburgh area transit users have some of the shortest commutes in the country, both in distance and in time. According to data from the public transit app, Move It, Pittsburgh riders have the shortest average commute duration time. Now, when I tell you the, the duration time of the travel, it still seems really long. How long do you think... Um, it is for the average person to commute daily for one way in minutes in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 20 minutes, 43. Really? Now that seems awfully long. Doesn't it, does it seem long? Yes, it does. Yeah. I mean, we beat out Boston, Chicago, LA, Miami, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Seattle. Um, I don't know. Miami has the highest 2020 average with 58 minutes average. Seattle transition. does. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I used to, I used to commute into town when I worked into town, I would say 20, 25 minutes max. Maybe. Right. I don't okay. Know. So when, you know, we've been working from home um, since last uh, April, how long would it take you to commute to the station normally? Okay. So because we're broadcasting later in the day, my day wouldn't start, you know, prime time, you know, it, I didn't have to be at work right. at 9 a.m. Right. I could be work, you know, at work at 10 or, you know, 1030 or so. So I would miss rush hour. Generally, I mean, I would consider a success wheels to wheel, you know, destination to destination, 15 to 18 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can make saying. it. I can make it an 11. Wow. Fabulous. From my house to the station again, because I don't have to go during rush hour. Now, on the way home, it'd be different because we're hitting rush hour, but you right. know, it is right. what it is. Right. Hey, thanks for being with us. We just love having you guys along for the ride home. Have yourself a great weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Relax and take a nap. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.